You alone, groupie, and you enjoy your run. Back to take it easy, you're shooting a frag gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that finds that grown community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the world that finds that grown community. Welcome to the world that finds that grown community. The road to 100 continues. Episode 3 is here. Very, very excited to be back joining you. Of course, it's another episode of the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 8, Episode 3 of the What The Fuck Like podcast. My name is Rob. And I am Matt. And we're not alone, are we? Who else? Who else is on this part of the podcast? Hello, it's me. <laughs> it's me. It's me. It's only John Pickup. I've upgraded you, Matt. Does that mean I've got to leave now, then? I mean, you can stick around, but you're probably going to feel like less of a man by the end of it. Yeah, I feel like less of a man anyway, even walking down the street. So. <laughs> what, what, when JP's there, or just in general? <laughs> no, just when I'm walking down the street with my stepsons, because they're all about oh. three foot taller than me now. Oh, I was, I was just making a joke. Have we opened up some kind of deep, deep wound? Are <laughs> you all right? <laughs> Yeah, no. I think I might go actually. Uh, I'm not sure. I should be in the conversation. <laughs> what have you walked into, mate? John, pick up. How are we doing? I'm okay. I, I thought I'd come along and just uh, make sure that, that you guys remembered who I was. Uh, not mentioning any names, but uh... well, I tell you what. I, I'm just going to sit back, and you two can just can just thrash this out, can't you? There's not I much to thrash out. We we love each other, really. I think. I love you, John. You know that. <laughs> Not enough to remember his name, though. No. Good old Jack Penfold. <laughs> oh, dear. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't one of my best days. It, to, to be fair, it's not just happened once, has it, either. Right, let's move on. Right, because we... On the show this week, so we got, we're going to be talking a little bit about how but, our yeah, week... Just, 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 just what are you talking about? Wait, wait, wait. Here's the thing. You, the problem is, Matt, you have disappointed me. So many times, so many times that um, I'm, t- I'm, ta- I'm taking this away. I don't, I don't want you to tell me what's on the show. I'm going to pass over to another of my very able co-hosts on another podcast, and he's going to show you how it's done. John Pickup, take it away. Oh, this is pressure, isn't it? Go on, Matt. I'll show you how it's done then. OK, so we're going to round up our week in running. We've got a very special guest as well this week. So I'm going to talk about uh, a, a little event that went on in the north over the weekend. Um, spoiler alert, it's a great nice run. Uh, we're going to chat about training and how using off-the-shelf plans doesn't work for everybody. You've got to look at your own journey to make sure that the plan's right for you. We've got the very, very cool running man himself, Danny Christoph. He's talking about his running challenge from last year and then everything else about his move to Wales and, uh, and what, what's next for him. The absolute power couple, Ben and Emma, are going to talk us through Park Run and their adventures from the past weekend. And we've also got something that's backed by popular demand. So the roll call's coming back. And that's it. Matt, that was that's good. how it's done, isn't it? That was pretty good, wasn't it, mate? I'll, I'll, I'll forward my resume. Not my resume, my resignation. Oh my! It wouldn't be the same without you, Matt. It would not be the same without you. You're going to take a hammer in this week. I can feel yeah. it. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, that is a spoiler. I do take it on I mean, honestly, this is this has been my worst episodes ever. <laughs> yeah, you don't you don't fare well. We've already recorded some of the other segments. It doesn't go very well for you, does it? So that's a spoiler alert. Uh, before we get over to Mister Pickup, who is embarrassing you on the regular now, Matt, with his level of professionalism to talk about Great North Run. Um, he's not the only one who's run this week, has he? How's your week been, my friend? Yeah, it's been good. Awesome, awesome running again. Uh, picking up the uh, the miles now ahead of uh, the Yorkshire Marathon, uh, which I'm running with uh, with JP on the 16th of uh, October. Um, did the 18 miles on Sunday. I did uh, eight on my own, and then no, I did ten with you, and then eight on my own. And the last eight was uh, was was grim. No, no, uh, you no, you didn't. You did four on your own first, <laughs> then you did ten with me, then you did four on your own at the end. I don't know how you could get that more wrong. At first, I couldn't quite figure out if you didn't know how to add up to 18 from 10. I'm um, tired. I'm lots of miles. I did 18 on Sunday. I did 10 yesterday. Today mm. was resting. I did a bit of cycling. I'm just tired, man. I'm just tired. Mm. Can, can I just say, before you go any further on this, I, I'm dead proud of you both for rediscovering your running mojos. Oh. I know that it's been a tough year for, for you both, you know, when it comes to running, and you've documented it well on here. But, yeah, I'd, I'd like to think that I've had some some kind of uh, um, mark on, on you both coming back. But, yeah, it's dead good to see you both actually running. Absolutely, you have. And, yeah, thank you, man. It, it, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I think it's it's it, it's weird that, it's only when I think we've stopped putting that pressure on ourselves. And we talked about it last week, so I don't want to kind of rehash the same stuff week after week. But it's only when you stop putting that pressure on yourself and stop thinking this is what I've got to achieve that you actually realise what you want to achieve. And I think that's pretty cool. And uh, and we're getting there. And I cannot wait, lads, for the 16th of October for lads, 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 lads in York um, to watch you two smash this marathon. Yeah, it's a little bit awkward because um, it's only just turned into lads, 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 and I've only mentioned that this weekend, so it's still probably a bit of a sore subject in my house. But, uh... oh, 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 shit, have you not told Paul that it's lads, 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 lads? Uh, yeah, I have now. <laughs> sorry, Paul. sorry, Paul! Sorry, Paul! Uh, I ain't told them yet. She'll be too busy watching the boys play football. But yeah, like you said, uh, JP, you uh, you have had a, a, a positive impact in, in my running and uh, getting me to sign up for York um, ahead of Manchester next year uh, just, to, just to kick on. Uh, it's definitely helped me and give me the, my mojo back. So thanks, thanks for that. Well, something had to change after me dragging your ass around Pendle and it breaking you for six months. <laughs> Oh god! Think things happened on that hill, didn't they? That you guys, it changed you both forever. You weren't um, there, man. <laughs> you weren't there. You don't know. <laughs> you didn't experience it. Um, it's funny. I, I was talking to Neil Marshall this weekend, and uh, just kind of setting the scene for him to do it um, in, in February. And yeah, what what is he doing? Why is he Why is he done that? I don't. I don't know how anybody who is particularly people who are like keen on this podcast and who are part of this family and who who know what you two went through on that day and like watch the stories on Instagram, listen to us talking about it on the podcast in JP's kitchen the morning after, um, listen, to, listen to hear about Jack having a nervous breakdown on top of a hill, bless him, and then, <laughs> you know, coming home and, and, and having to give him a cuddle because I thought he was going to break out crying because how awful it was. Like, all those things that happened, I don't know how anybody listened to all that and went, 
you know what I really fancied? I'm going to go with Kendall. <laughs> I was just going to add to that. Like, Matt was quivering and he was dead delirious, but that's just normal, isn't it? He doesn't make any <laughs> yeah. sense at the best of times. Yeah, yeah. Ah, that's um, I've had a for today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's funny, I know why Neil Marshall's carried on, though, because he has a two-night stay in, in the, Burnley, the Burnley Premier Inn that he doesn't want to give up, so he might, he might as well raise. <laughs> yeah. He's not going to find anything else to use that for, is he? Let's be honest. Um, let's talk about Great North Run then, JP. Let's talk about your week in running, because you're on for a, not just because we love waxing lyrical with you, but also because uh, you had a very, very special weekend, didn't you? Plenty of Fart Lake family there. Uh, yeah. The biggest half marathon in the country. Uh, Great North Run was this past Sunday. Tell me all about it. Bit of a bit of a different setting, a bit of a sombre setting, given um, the recent passing of, of Queen Elizabeth. But it went ahead, and I think a lot of people felt like that was the, a good decision and the right decision. So maybe a slightly different mood to it. But um, but still, from watching it on TV and following it along uh, like we all did, looked like it was an amazing day. Tell me all about it, my dude. Yeah, well, it's my second Great North Run, so... Um... I'm, I'm not as experienced as someone like Neil who did his tenth, which is an amazing uh, achievement. So fair play to Neil. Um, but yeah, last year I did it in COVID times when it was a different route, and this year it was the Royal Great North Run. So I think um, personally, I, I've still got something that I need to go back and achieve next year, hopefully. Um, but the day was just brilliant. Uh, I, I think it was definitely the right call to, to run the race, um, and you know it was a fitting tribute to to the late Queen uh, prior. They had some of the local faith leaders um, reading a, a few verses and whatnot, which was really poignant. Minutes aren't observed brilliantly. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, the, the tribute was there for all to see. But it didn't really detract from the day. I think, you know, the, the streets were still lined with people. The atmosphere was amazing. And, yeah, the run itself, it was very hot. So it was quite a tough run. And I think everyone struggled a little bit with the temperatures. But, yeah, so quite a few of the Fartley family guys um, some before, some after, and yeah, it was just a great day overall. Yeah, it, it does sound. And I mean, tell me, some people might not have experienced a race like Great North Run with the sheer volume of people. Was it 60,000 there? Yeah, between 55 yeah. and 60,000. 55 yeah. and 60. So, I mean, that's a different, it's a completely different experience going down your local park run with 150 people there, isn't it? How how was that being in, in those crowds amongst all those people on that kind of a day? Yeah, again, talking to Neil, uh, he's used to it being set off in a slightly different way so um personally because i was i was running with paul we were in one of the later waves and we didn't actually set off and get over the line till about half past 11 when the gun sounded at ten forty-five. so it was it was quite frustrating if, if i'm honest getting to the start line and th- there was a buzz that was kind of ticking along but um yeah you know the streets being that like seven or eight people deep and you, know, you were weaving in and out of people all the way around so it was quite a tough a tough run overall um, and, and not one that I've experienced before and again like I said last year um, because I, I was running at a slightly different time um, I'd managed to get into one of the first waves so I had quite a, an open run if you will um, so it was it was definitely a challenge but the wall of noise that you get when you when you go over the time bridge and then when you get into shields it's yeah it's just amazing it's unlike nothing else yeah, it does. It 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 did, and, and experiencing it on the uh, on the TV and and and, and uh, kind of following you guys along in the group chat. And I've got to say, you won't know about this, dude, because you were obviously running it. But the tracker, the Great North Run app, was the a most amazing piece of technology. 
It was up there with the space station. It was absolutely awesome. <laughs> I'll not let that Manchester Marathon one from last year then that didn't work. Yeah, the one that we all got really excited about being able to track the 20... We'd collect everyone's numbers and we were all ready to track the 20 people that we were watching so exactly where they're coming round and then it just froze and didn't work the entire day. Yeah. Uh, no, it was nothing like that. You had mile-by-mile mile markers. A couple of them failed. The mile 12 one seemed to break. So that was a little bit weird because we were all watching along on the group chat. And we'd know when you'd get to 11, but then we wouldn't get another buzz until you were at 13 with 200 metres to go. So it was kind of like, oh, my God, here we go. This person's coming in. So that was pretty pretty intense. But it was so good. Like, you had, you had 5K, 10K, 15K markers, 20K markers. Then you had every mile. It marked you when you went over the time bridge. Um, and then you got the time, the finish time came in immediately. It was amazing. Yeah. I think, really? To be fair, you, you and the rest of the guys did a brilliant job of, of tracking everybody in the commentary. It was just like, you know, watching it just tick along. And obviously I was doing it in retrospect, but, you know, yeah. everyone was kind of followed and, and G'd along. And I know they probably didn't see those messages, but, you know, on, on reflection, looking back at them, yeah, it, it just shows what an amazing community we've, we've created here. Well, apparently Rob Corns said that he left his notifications on his watch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> I think, and he was being polite, saying it really motivated him. I, I bet after about twenty minutes, he was like, "Short the hook." But no, it, it sounds like it was an amazing day all around. I mean, I know, I know that you've got to ballot to get into the Great North Run. I know that not everybody gets in, but I think if you get the opportunity to get in the ballot, it's certainly one that I'm going to be doing. It's it's an experience. It's a bucket list item. And the other thing, JP, as well is, I mean, you guys ran for charity, didn't you? And I think if you don't get in the ballot. Yeah. There's there's a lot of charity places available and it tends to be quite a reasonable. It is. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Compared so. to say a London marathon where you've got to raise thousands and thousands. Exactly that. Um. So most of them it, it ranges from two hundred and fifty to four hundred and fifty pounds to to oh. kind of you know get the place with the charity and um I was dead annoyed. Uh, quick story. Uh, so Paul, it was her first ballot attempt and she got in. And I didn't, so Toys firmly came out of the prom. So yep. it's like, well, how can I get to that start line? So I got in touch with Make a Wish and said, Paul, raise the money and I'll just run. And they said, yeah, that's completely fine. So, um, you know, we came up with the idea then of running, running together. And, uh, and you know, we, we were going for a time, but um, injuries and things like that have, have kind of prevented that from happening. It'll definitely happen in the future. But to don the Make-A-Wish Fest again was was something special. And, uh, and yeah, kudos to Paul and, and all the guys, again, for supporting us uh, to, to hit the, the charity uh, fundraising. Uh, yeah, it, it was just a, a special day, really yeah, special. A great cause and a very, very special day. And I think one that we'll be doing again in the future and maybe getting a few more physical bodies up in the northeast uh maybe make it one of our meetups next year depending on uh, on how many people get in but i think it's it's well worth one what about you have you done great north run before matt no i've never done it i think the the, the crowds and, and stuff has put it off and, and the, the amount of people that's on the course um but watching it this year and seeing everybody running it it's uh it's definitely given me a, a bit of a buzz for it, actually, and seeing everyone's uh, pictures and stories all over the weekend, it's been great. And also, uh, my mum uh, messaged saying, do, do I fancy it as well? So uh, maybe it'll be a, a family outing up there. Um, oh, it'd be dead nice to see Stepman John again. I, I've I missed was, him. I was, I was <laughs> going to say, what a beautiful segue, Matt. There's no segue. Well, Matt, you set us up perfectly because hey, it's well, time yeah, for... I didn't what? mean to say, oh, I saw it on Facebook earlier that mum likes and is interested in the Great North Run. Right. No, so it wasn't, was... it wasn't set up. It was a set up because now we're going we're gonna to flow seamlessly into Statman John and Matt's mum. 
I'm not listening. Shiller stuff. <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm still to come up with a name for this segment, but basically, not, we're going, we're going not, to start... What? Not, I'm not listening. Just just play the frigging thing, and I'll come on afterwards, and I'm not even going to listen. Here you go. Matt, when, when Statman John marries your mum, it could be Statman John and son. Oh, it could be. You'd be, <laughs> you'd be Statman, Matt! <laughs> no. Matt, are you all right? Carry on, Matt. Have you oh, played we... it yet? No, I'm going to play it now. Hello, lads. Hello, ladies. Hello, Emma. How are you all? Uh, SMJ here. Uncle SMJ down here, yes. Uh, I'm currently outside an estate agent, St. Lamartia. Me and Matt's mum were inside uh, looking for a little shag pad, some may call it. Uh, she's dared me to come out naked. Someone bibbing at me, like what you see. Yeah, have it. Um... Yeah, come out naked on the bottom half. Just uh, my shirt, tie, suit jacket and socks and shoes. So, yeah, getting a few looks. They like what they see. Uh, I have had a few complaints, I hear. So, um, I'm going to bring them up. I want to face it face on. A lot of people complaining there's uh, not enough of me to go around. People are getting jealous. Ladies, men, everyone. Well, listen... There is. Currently, I've got eyes for Matt's mum. I think I will always have eyes for Matt's mum. You can have a cheeky grab. It's all right. Um, this advert I've got in particular is actually rated at 18 plus. So if you are under 18, please sign off now. And if you are over 18, get in touch. Wink emoji. <laughs> Sorry, I'm currently watching someone parallel park. And what a load of shit. <laughs> You, you're right there. You're right. You need a hand. Listen, right. I'm back. Full attention. This week's advert is called a knob warmer. Fantastic. It's to keep your knob warm inside your house. So it's like a little jacket you put on all the doorknobs, kitchen knobs, the lot. You've got leather jackets, woolen, cotton, all different types of fabric. Silk, don't really know how that will warm it. Uh, to help with the crisis we're coming into, obviously we want to keep our houses warm at the uh, cheapest possible rate. So we don't want these hands getting cold when you're opening and closing doors. Um, I've got one here. I've gone for the leather with a little zip. You put it on. I'm going to put it on my card door handle here. Yep. And oh, what a toasty warm. that! What a handful. That is lovely to touch, if I do say so myself. So let's have a look at some reviews. I've got my mouse here. <laughs> click, click. Okay, I haven't got a mouse. I'm outside an estate agent's. And, uh, wow, five-star reviews. Loads, scrolling, 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 scrolling. Loads, loads of women. These are fantastic. I love them. Slides right on. Uh, some have said, oh, the design was a bit too big for the knobs in their house. That, who was that, Donna? Oh, sorry, Donna. Um, okay, and one from Now Then Mardi Boob. I love it. I take one around with me in the wallet and uh, pop it on any knob I see to keep it warm. What a lovely lady. Yes, you are. So, everyone, I better let you go. Matt's mum's calling me back inside. She is also naked, and what of you? Go on, you drop that pen. You, oh. Oh, wow. Wow. All right, lads. Well, uh, yeah, sorry, discount code, hashtag warm my knob, knob warmers, and 
that'll get you 80% off. Fantastic. See you later, lads. Ta-ra. Bye. JP, knob warmer, what do you reckon? I've just ordered three. I was going to say, and with that discount as well? Absolutely. We can have one each. Amazing. We could, we, we communal, communal knob warmers. I don't even want to know. Don't want to Were you not listening? I'm, no, no. Don't worry, no. mate. They did a small one for you. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I've, I've, I've got, I've got you a kid's <laughs> size. Oh, we need to move away from that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> from Statman John, um, Matt, your mum's fine. She, I think they're putting a down payment on a house by the sounds of it. That sounds promising. What, you know, why does that sound promising? I thought you didn't want them to be together. Uh, it was sarcasm. I don't know if you got oh. that through my uh, voice. Well, no, because yeah. you didn't. You didn't say it in a sarcastic tone. That sounds promising. That's more sulky than sarcastic. <laughs> to be fair, he does sound a bit upset by this whole thing. I know, and we're only three episodes in. There's like nine more of these, ten, twelve more of these to come. We are doing more. It's happening all series. There's some more stupid tat. It's mate. Do you, do you not want a knob warmer? We're in we're in a we're in a crisis, climate crisis. <laughs> Should we move on? Next, yeah. Next week we're selling a bloody ladybird spot or something, ain't it? In collection oh. of spots for ladybirds with an oh, applicator to use. I don't know. No, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Yeah, come on, mate. Come on. Sorry, what, what was the discount code? Something about warming knobs. Knobs, warm my anyway, knobs. Who's on, who's on this week? Shall we get over to him? Well, no, because before we, we do, we had something else to talk about. And JP, I'd love your contribution to this chat as well. Uh, when we were running yesterday on Sunday, Matt, we were talking a little bit, a bit of an extension on the chat that we'd had about, um, you know, getting our mojo back and all that kind of thing. And we were trying to pinpoint some of the reasons why perhaps we'd fallen out of love with running. And um, I think one of the things that, that I'd mentioned, and I've seen a couple of people different guys talk about the importance of kind of looking holistically at your own training journey rather than just looking at a specific training cycle and taking an off-the-shelf plan um and i, th- I it was just something that we talked we spoke about didn't we mate and i just thought it was it was pretty pretty relevant and one, one to maybe talk about because i think some people will think oh i've got to uh go on runner's world and i, and I take a plan and, and uh, for how to get myself to a quicker 5k or how to run my first marathon and 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 it doesn't work all the time and um and, and I think that can lead people to think, oh, maybe I'm just not very good at running. But we were talking, weren't we, about like, and, and I, this is, this is again, th- I had a tailored plan for, um, uh, for for Chester. Jack put it together for me. And Jack's, you know, he's qualified as a coach. He's, he's a great, he's a great runner. He knows his stuff. He's a good friend. Uh, and it didn't work for me. And it wasn't Jack's fault. It was just that we, because it wasn't like a formal coaching arrangement where, you know, we were tailoring the plan and adapting it and looking at different things. He gave me what he thought was best and kind of left me to it. And it didn't work. And that really impacted my kind of feelings on running. And we were just talking, weren't we, mate, on Sunday about how it's probably quite important to, to really think about the importance of not necessarily getting a running coach, but being really self-aware of what works for you with running, as opposed to what necessarily the, the internet is saying should work for you. Yeah, like like, like I said, everyone has different goals and aspirations with running and stuff like that. And, and a plan for me, wanting to try and get a, a sub a, a, a PB or, or go a sub sub certain time or whatever, 
is going to be totally different from somebody else who, who, who wants to just get around a marathon or just feel comfortable running and stuff. And that's what we spoke about. Um, I think you, you you spoke openly and honestly about about just wanting to get round or whatever uh, and the plan that Jack had uh, done for you had all these different speed sessions and intervals and, and tailored towards you know hitting hitting target pace times and all that sort of stuff whereas it was probably best for you to just get out and get miles in your legs um, and, do, and do it that way instead of trying to get all these these uh, you know hill repeats and all that sort of stuff and that's yeah I was just gonna say sorry I, I just wanted to jump in because I don't I don't want this to sound like it was like a slight on Jack Jack's plan was great no, yeah. it's, it's probably that I wasn't good enough to do it I mean if you can no. call it good enough I don't, I don't mean it like that but like it, it wasn't what I needed out of the plan at the time and because we didn't have an open dialogue and because I didn't have an understanding of my running capability um, and where my strengths lay and where I probably needed to work I threw myself headlong into this is what I think I should be doing. Maybe because I'm seeing other people doing it or I'm seeing Instagram telling me I should be doing it or whatever it might be. And sometimes it can cause more harm than good, can't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, like like you say, it, it got you, it did get you around and you did, you did fall off the plan a little bit um, because obviously it wasn't for you. Um, but yeah, it's... Everything works differently for for every other person. It, what, what plan might be right for me is not right for you. And, and like so having that open dialogue and conversations with your coach or people that are putting these plans together for you, it's it's probably a, an idea to, to start doing that and, and be more open and honest about what you want out of your running and out of your, your training. Honest with yourself as much as with anybody else. Um, JP, you've, you've run with a coach before, haven't you? I have, yeah. Um, I, I, just that last point that you mentioned then about being honest with yourself. So some of these standard plans, just before I talk about the coach, the, the ones on the internet, you, you tend to go and find a time and then follow the plan. And then th- there's almost a, a pitfall that you can fall into straight away that if you miss one run or, you know, you're not feeling great on that day, then you're chasing it. And and then that's going to lead to demotivation and injury. And I, I think working with a coach, for me personally, that that's how I get the best out of myself because, um, you know, I've got someone to bounce off, but then they can adapt it with you to make sure that it's working for you and your lifestyle. And I think one of the main pitfalls of of those online ones is that, you know, you can just very quickly end up chasing your tail and, you know, you're going to end up injured or demotivated. Yeah, no, re- no, really well summed up. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily, we're not saying specifically, oh, you all need to go out and get running coaches and no. spend £40 a month on running. But I think there is an element of, You've just got to be adaptable and flexible in terms of seeing what works well for you. And, you know, if you go out and do a session because either maybe even because a coach has told you to do it or because you've seen it online or because you've seen somebody else do it and it doesn't feel comfortable and it takes you a long time to recover. And more importantly, you didn't enjoy it. You didn't feel like, wow, this is why I run and I'm, the endorphins are flowing and, and everything feels good. It's about being honest with yourself as to say, right, well, maybe I need to adapt and flex to to something else that can work for me rather than thinking I'm rubbish Agreed. because I'm not very good at this. I, I mean, for me, there's there's four rules, really. So if you're going to run a marathon, it's to get the distance up, but gradually. First, the first and most fundamental thing is you've got to enjoy it. You've got to enjoy your training. And you guys are a testament to that. You know, if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to do it. Um, and then add a bit of speed in there. That's that's dead important. And then the final one is rest. Rest is massively important. It definitely goes under the radar and people just carry on. And, and like I said, you know, if they feel like they're going to miss that one session and they're really tired, they're going to do it and then probably injure themselves when the rest would probably do you some good. 
And, and and if you are feeling tired doing the five sessions a week that the plan's telling you to do, that's not going to get better. You, you, need, no. you need to have Agreed. that rest time. Maybe you can build up to five, but just by keeping plowing through with five is probably not going to get you to where you want to be. Yeah, agreed. Um, but we, I just thought it was an interesting one. Uh, and and, and I, I guess that's probably testament to what we've been doing, Matt, isn't it? Because we've not been sticking to a plan. We've had that probably with JP's golden rules there. We've been trying to increase the distance, trying to throw a few different bits in. We've had ideas for what we want to do, but we've basically each week just been texting each other and saying, what do you fancy doing this week with a goal of yeah. getting X amount of miles? And, and it's worked pretty well, mate, hasn't it so far? Yeah, was, yeah not, not sticking to a plan. Like, I know in, in the uh, first few weeks we did have some speed sessions in and it, I think that affected us and, and yeah. got, we got a few giggles and stuff, which we, did, we then decided to uh, to stop doing it for a while until uh, until at least after the marathon anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's working. The, the fact that we're just texting and I've, I just want to get my long running at the weekend, make sure I'm building them miles up um, and just getting a few easy runs during the week as well, uh, which is definitely working. And then obviously, when all this is done and been and gone, then maybe try and find another plan and, and stick to that as well. Uh, but yeah, for now, for now, it's working. It's 20 miles this weekend, isn't it, Matt? 20 miles this weekend, mate, yes. I don't Looking forward to it. Don't envy either of you. Uh, right, listen, boys, I could sit here and chat to you two all day. You know I could, because it's what I spend most of my life doing. It's lovely to be able to do it on air as well. And I hope people have got a, a little bit out of the last half an hour, a few laughs, maybe a little bit of interesting debate as well. And uh, and certainly the, the most important thing, the update on uh, Statman John and Matt's mum. But we need, to, we, we, we need to move on at risk of making this a three-hour podcast. So uh, should we get over to the main event, lads? Should we go and have a chat with Mr. Danny Christoph? a.k.a. the running bank, find out all about his running journey, his uh, 5K day challenge in 2020, his big move like JP alluded to at the start down south, the fact that he's now a try-hard harrier, big shout out to them, and just everything good about him. Let's do this. Matt, are you not saying let's do this? For one, it's not let's do this, it's let's do it. (laughs) Now... Who's the fucking good one, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it is time once again for us to keep rolling down that road to 100. And I have another excellent guest keeping me company and sharing their story. Today I'm joined by a guy who found running at a tough time in his life and, under- and has undertaken some pretty spectacular challenges, not only for himself, but for others through his fundraising exploits and sharing of his story on social media. His running journey continues to go from strength to strength and couldn't do this intro without mentioning that he is now a member of our favourite South Wales running club, the Try Hard Harry's big shout out to Series 7 guest Mike Roderick. We're going to find out how he ended up in South Wales, but more importantly, the running journey along the way that got him there. Please join me in welcoming the running mank, better known to me as Danny Christoph. Danny, how are we doing today, man? Good, Rob. How are you doing, man? Yes, very well, thanks, dude. Uh, how's your day been? You managed to get out for a run? Yeah, I've been, been with the Harriers this evening, to be honest, mate. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, I did a speed session down down on the on the marina. It's a beautiful weather, uh, really good turnout, and yeah, did, literally got back about 15 minutes ago, so I'm feeling really good. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it as we go through the chat, but as a running club, just seem to go from strength to strength, the Harriers, don't they? Oh, they're incredible, mate. And, and you know, I've never ran with a club before before these guys. And, and you know, the 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 level of you know professionalism in in terms of you know support, if anything, mm. um, you, you always feel included and, and and inclusive in the club. So it's great. The abilities of 
of all you know all kinds, which is it's mint, you know. Uh, it's, it's definitely what you want from a club. Yeah, I can imagine it helped with you move into a new area of the country. Well, we'll get into that in in uh, in due course. But big love to Mike and what the team are doing uh, down in South Wales. Um, we'll, we've got loads to cover off, mate. I'm, I'm looking forward to, to I've followed you on socials for for ages. I'm looking forward to finding out a bit more in a proper chat. But we'll start this conversation where we where we always do on these uh, on these um, catch ups. Why don't you tell me and everyone listening kind of how you first got into running? How did your journey start? course so yeah um really briefly in sort of like 2016-17 um I signed up for my first uh, 10k so it was the, the Manchester 10k I were doing it for charity so it was the year that my grandma died um I wanted to do something to raise a bit of money um and yeah I thought why not just you know join into join the 10k now didn't do any training for it I was very much amateur um and yeah I, I just you know sort of turned up and, and ran um you know fast forward a few more years it got to 2020 um I work long hours in my my work I'm, I'm sort of working in hospitality at the moment um so you know my long hours very you know, my, my my lifestyle was a bit all over the place and, you know, mm-hmm. for mental health reasons, um, I decided that I needed something more. I needed to do something for myself. Um, yeah, so I, I, I started running again um, and you know, found a love for it there, there and then. That was sort of January 2020, really, uh, where I, I kick-started it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, yeah had, had, had you... Uh, sorry to jump in, man. Had you... Um, so between running that first kind of 10k and and then moving into 2020 and running sort of fallen off the radar completely then yeah without a doubt man and you know I I found the reason why you know it was the fact that you know I'd sign up for these these events now between 2017 and 2020 I'd, I'd sign up for events and I'd train for it and then I'd just fall off and I, I you know it's just a constant cycle of of doing that um you know I was never fit as a as a kid and you know I was always you know, I I often found myself sort of did not having the motivation to to carry on after the events. Um, so yeah, 2020 came, and you know, I thought I needed something, I needed something to keep me motivated and and you know keep me on the wagon, if 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 that makes sense. Um, that's how sort of I I came about, you know, the year long challenge that I I took upon myself uh, for for charity. Um, yeah. yeah was there anything um was there anything that happened at the start of 2020 that turned the worm that made you go right this is it now i'm 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 moving i'm focusing or was it more just kind of like a realization of actually i don't think i'm in a very good place and i need something 100% you know i was again i was working long hours my my mental health was very poor uh, my my physical health was really really poor you know i was in a i was really a bad place to be honest um i was I was struggling um, and I knew that if I if I carried on the way I, I was, I, I'd be in trouble. Um, so it was more of a conscious effort to sort of, you know, dwindle myself out of that that um, that headspace. And, you know, I found I found often I could I could listen to my, my own mind when I was outside and when I was, you know, doing a bit of really walking at, at the start. You know, I was going for walks and I, I was able to sort of think a little bit more. So that's how. That's how the running came about in in 2020. Now this was pre-pandemic, you know. This mm. is January, so um, again, something that I'm really grateful for in that that year was was running. Um, yeah, so that that's how it sort of started, really. 
Yeah. Um, I was about to, to say, because we'll get into the challenge. I know that it was, it was a big part of the formative years of your, of your running journey. And I guess the running journey in general, it was a, it was a big mm. accomplishment. You set out to, uh, to run 5K every day for the year. That coincided, as you mentioned, with lockdown. Now, I don't know whether that helped or hindered, but it certainly would have set a, uh, a, a, a series of different challenges um, to, 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 to what you were trying to achieve compared to probably what you expected when you started it in January. Talk me through how 5k a day went, talk me through the highs, talk to me about some of the, the difficulties, T- tell me all about it, man. So, to be honest, um, I you know, to begin with, it was very much a challenge, you know, I needed something to keep me motivated, so I, I thought the challenge, if I'm going to set myself a challenge, I want it to be a big one and I want to be able to you know be be uh, accountable for my own my own um, journey really so yeah I, I you know the, the challenge was incredible I did it for two charities um, I set myself you know a 365 day uh, finish line if, if that you know if that is a thing um, and I could see the end so like you know that that was what kept me motivated throughout now pandemic um, the pandemic hit and yeah the, the, I had to sort of change and, and, and change plans a little bit more but again without without that challenge that year I you know it, it definitely got me through a lot of a lot of struggle and a lot of you know hard hard moments um and yeah the, the high moments definitely finding the community as inclusive as as the running community on on, on Instagram and, and Facebook and you know the guys that run through um, big big shout out that they they've been in, they were incredible uh, during that period. You know sharing people's journeys and, and being very much supportive of, of the running community. Um, and and you know I've met amazing people through the challenge. The, the, the support and the the endless um, friendships that I made from from doing that was it's beautiful. Um, and I, someone again not 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 being fit fit and active in sort of my early earlier life it it brought a little bit you know something something different into my life that that I needed you know the support and and the community is definitely someone that you know I'm I'm very uh, introverted person but you know when I believe and when I love something and love doing something then you know it's nice to spend time around them sort of people as well so that the challenge was was definitely what what brought that together for me um low periods in in that that time you know it was I was going out day in day out um it was raining it could be snowing it could be you know whatever weather um I I could have been working 12 hours in work I could have been doing whatever it just I I just knew I had to go out every day um and yeah that that was a that was a sort of mental battle each day was a mental battle of just getting out the front door and, and being able to to sort of do that 5k um and the way I saw it, you know, it's, it's 30 minutes. I saw that 30 minutes I'd spend flicking on Facebook or I'd be watching something on Netflix. Now I, I flip it. I could just go outside, do do a 5K um, and, yeah, I'd come back and I'd never feel worse, for, you know, going outside. I, I could feel bad waking up in the morning, but as soon as I go out that front door and come back, I feel like a new man. And that that was the, 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 the sort of the, the beautiful thing about the whole the whole challenge and the journey that I went through. Yeah. Um, you talked then about the mental struggles, I guess, of, of, you know, every day getting up, going out, come rain or shine, no matter how you're feeling, no matter what else is going on in your life. And I can certainly relate to that. Um, physically, though, did you find yourself, were there any issues at any point in the year with any niggles, injuries, problems that might have, I don't know, impacted your ability to have to have kept going with it? Or did the body stay hold up pretty well? Um. 
to be honest, Rob, uh, I didn't do any training for this challenge. You know, I, mm-hmm. I was doing, um, I did about three weeks of, of, you know, training per se. Um, and, you know, I was straight into it. Um, I wanted, I wanted it to be a journey. So I wanted it to be a journey of, of discovery. I wanted to discover my own fitness and I wanted to, um, work on my, my, my own, you know, mental and physical strength, uh, with it as well. So, you know, that was a great idea in, in, in theory, but yeah, I did, I did sort of, um, hit a little bit of a, a hurdle about three or four weeks in when I started getting like shin splints. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I was, the adrenaline hit me. I was, I was running for three weeks. I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. I am, I'm like an athlete. And then, <laughs> and then I, I sort of I thought, Oh my God, I, I, I can't. I can't run up these hills anymore. Like I'm, I'm getting niggles, and, and you know, at that point, I thought, you know, I, I was sort of losing touch with why I was doing the challenge, um, and I knew that I just had to get to the end. So if that meant walking, for, you know, half of the half of the 5k, then I'm going to do it. You know, I set myself to to do 5k every day. It wasn't I didn't have to run it. You know, um, so it was it was all about just setting myself aside every time I hit a hurdle I had to just take a step back and just think you know I'm in this I need to get to the end of it and you know it's all about just getting there doing my bit for charity and there's nothing else that you know I I can as long as I'm trying as long as I'm doing it then that that's all that matters um so yeah that that was one of them um and then October 2020 I went into uh, isolation so you know, at that moment, I, I was in a house uh, with people that, that, that contracted COVID. I was negative. And at that point, you know, I had to, you had to uh, self-isolate for like mm-hmm. 14 days. So I was I was self-isolating. And the first day I thought, oh, the challenge is, is over. You know, I was already like 150 days in at this point. Um, so, yeah, the, I thought the challenge is over. So I thought, no, I, I'm, again, I took a step back and I was like, right, I'm just going to get out there. Um, I'm just doing it in my garden. So I did 5k loops in my garden. Um, you know, I was on Strava, so that the, the, it wasn't very accurate. So I probably I was doing about 10k just to get a 5 <laughs> loop. Um, my legs were, were in, in, you know, tatters. My shoes were, were covered in mud and my, my grass lawn was, um, it, it was damaged. You know, I was like a little moat in my garden. Um, but it was all about just sort of, adapting you know things don't go to plan usually um you know you can often you can often either tackle it um or you can you know think you can say sort of push it to one side and I just wanted to tackle it head on I thought you know I'm going to adapt I'm just going to carry on um so that's yeah that was another hard hard moment in that challenge uh, but you came through it, of course. Yeah. And you'd, you'd mentioned about uh, about charities and the money you were raising for charity. I think it's fair to say, from a both from a charitable um, money raising perspective, fundraising perspective, that's the word I'm looking for. But also both for you mentally and physically as well. You, you came out of 2020 in that challenge with so many positives, didn't you? Hundred percent. You know, I, I raised. Uh, you know an extraordinary amount of money for for the two charities that are raising for um again from the support and the community that that was following the journey and and you know these people were, were invested i remember telling somebody before i even started the challenge i was like right, i'm gonna run 5k every day for a year and this guy was like no you're not he was like i'm gonna he said i'm not gonna donate until you get to 300 days 365 and i was like right fine so like you know that that sort of thing was like was spurring me on and 
yeah, the, the, the positives from the challenge, you know, I, I, I started out, you know, not very, not very fit and active, you know, it, it wasn't necessarily, um, you know, something that, that I'd picked up. So, you know, it was good to discover that, that side of myself. Um, and yeah, I lost a little bit of weight doing the challenge. I was able to, to sort of get out of that headspace that I was in at the start and come out the end of it a new person, you know, mentally stronger. I was physically stronger and, and yeah, I met incredible, incredible people. So I'm, I'm truly grateful for, for what the challenge was able to give me. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't ever, ever look back on it and think that, you know, I regretted it. It probably wasn't a, a wise choice to go into a, 365 day challenge without any training but you know aside from that you know it gave me it gave me a lot of positives and yeah I am truly grateful for that amazing and um and one thing that you you mentioned early on was that going into that challenge you know your flirtation with running um was fleeting at best and like you said you'd find yourself falling off and not not completing races but since you've come out of 2020 and of course since the world's opened up again got yourself back into into racing being out amongst people enjoying the thrill of of the finish line are there any kind of memories sort of post 2020 any races that stand out in particular that you know you, you you know that you've enjoyed and that probably lend to just that affirmation that just how much that challenge did for you in terms of your confidence and your resilience and your and your self-belief i guess yeah man so like um again the, the run through events that i you know came out of lockdown and this is post uh challenge post covid and, uh, and so yeah we came out of lockdown and i was you know I'd, I'd taken part in these events before um before the challenge and you know i'd, I'd often sign up and, and and not run afterwards but you know coming out of the challenge with this new level of fitness that i had um you know it was you know doing these run through events and and my, the biggest one for me was Tatton Park. Um, that was my first one back from, you know, from literally everything. You know, they'd opened back up. Everything was 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 back open. So the first event I did was a Tatton Park uh, 10K. And again, I remember that the buzz around that event. Um, it was a, a Sunday morning. They, you know, that it was rainy. Um, and you know the level of you know support from everybody everyone was just buzzing to be there and I just felt included you know I've never felt like that before um you know at the start line and, and being within a group of people that were just just there for themselves and you know that that's the biggest thing for me is you know the running journey it's not about anybody else you know you need to do it it's about yourself so taking part in these races I that was the the mindset the different mindset that I had coming out of the challenge and, and going into these events was you know I am I don't want to be an athlete I don't I never want to be you know top top in anything I just want to do it because I love doing it and that's that's the biggest thing so yeah the Tatton Park 10k I, I went into it and yeah I got a great I got a great time for myself um but more importantly I felt the the passion from everybody else and it was it's quite you know it's quite um extraordinary to see that um and yeah again another one that stood out to me was uh run alton towers so that was in november uh november 2021 so that was last year yeah uh, 
and I know I know a lot of you guys are there as well because I saw you all at the finish line. I was like, oh, is there quite a chunk of you there? <laughs> a sea of turquoise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that was another one. It's just just seeing like a sea of people that are, that are all there just to enjoy the running and and you know the the, the community aspect of everything that that, that it brings is, is is beautiful and it's it's why a lot of people do it and i i really i truly urge anyone you know it, it doesn't have to be running or or whatever but it's you know it's great to find like-minded people and and share the common interests you know of, of doing something like that because you, you know you are stronger with with others and and you know it's, it's a good way of socializing and, and if you ever you know i was feeling a bit a bit poo you know back back in the day and and you know this this community has, has really pulled me out and i i wouldn't I wouldn't look back. So yeah, that them two really stood out for me. Um, and yeah, uh, hopefully plenty more to come. Absolutely, lot lot of love for run through. Um, at fear of turning it into a run through advert, but run hours <laughs> in run out towers in particular is an is an absolute dream of a race, and we're going back next year and can't wait to do it. I recommend it to absolutely anybody. Um, uh, we've talked. You've talked a lot about the community. You've talked a lot about social media. Let's just loop back round on that again, because I know that sharing your story, being honest about it, being transparent about the ups, the downs, connecting with people is very, very important to you in your journey. Just what? I mean, what prompted you to start the Instagram account? What prompted you to get involved with it? Um, it's more about accountability, really. You know, it was again, it was something I'd looked back on previous, um, you know, events that I'd, I'd signed up for and previous hurdles that you know not even with running i i've always been very much um you know i need to see an end goal you know i I need to i need to have an end goal and i need to be able to be able to see how i'm going to get there now um it was just about accountability at first you know i was it was just a diary of of each day so i thought you know i'm going to be raising a lot this this money for for the charities um so i'm going to post every day you know i'm just i'm just going to make sure that i'm accountable to myself um, and I can look back on the journey at the, the end of the year and, and, and see what I've achieved because, again, it is it is about that that um, the journey and, and and you know on the bad days on the on the days that I, I didn't want to go out there, it, it was great to look back on you know the the, the days that I'd done. So I, I broke it up into like fifty day um, milestones really. So I, I get to the fifty days and I'm like right, let's go again for another fifty days and another fifty days. Um, so yeah, that that was pretty much the the reason why I did it. Um, now it was it quite it became quite prominent that you know in the early stages it 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 sort of became more of a community that, that, than I ever imagined. You know, people were following me and you know commenting and people that I've never met before. Like the, the the amount of support that I got from people was was amazing, and you know that that really I, I'm grateful for that and the fact that. It was it, yeah, it really pushed the challenge to a, a sort of different feat as well. You know, I did virtual run events during it, um, and you know, again, people signed up through the the Instagram uh, community, and, and a lot of people, you know, get raise money themselves to to put into the sort of the the end total. So yeah, that that's sort of why. And and again, I've just carried on since then. Just you know it's great just to see people on their own paths and and support them and you know put put my own put my own posts on there as well yeah it's uh, there's a lot of power in those little squares isn't there now um moving forward then probably one of the biggest kind of 
things that's happened in your life is, is you've moved. We, we alluded to it at the start, but you've moved from the Manchester area da- down to South Wales. I guess what I'm keen to understand from a running perspective is, is first of all, has that impacted your running journey in terms of what you do, how you do it, how you go about it, how you approach running? And secondly, and I think I know the answer to this, so I'm going to tee you up for it. Um, because of your involvement with Try Hard Harriers and, and the fact that you've got involved with the community down there, has running ultimately facilitated that transition? Yeah, so, you know, firstly, the, the difference between South Wales and, and uh, Manchester, you know, it's just does it, does, it, does, it, does it rain all the time? No, no. <laughs> I mean, it, to be honest, you know, I've, I've seen more sunshine here than I have in my <laughs> lifetime. Um, I didn't know the sky was blue half the time. No. And, you know, it's, it's lovely to see. Um, and, you, you know, Welsh people, they're, they're big, big up, big up Welsh people. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, very, very friendly. Um, I stand out like a sore thumb, though, which yeah. is uh, apparent in my job. But n- never mind. Um yeah, the, the the whole, you know, the, the move and everything, um, the, my running journey has taken a sort of a little bit, little bit of a turn. I, I've started doing a lot more um, trail running since being down here. Uh, there's a lot more trails to discover and, and, you know, I have a beach literally on my doorstep. So I'm, I'm able to, to get out there and, and, do, and do these bits. So, yeah, it's, it's good to, to explore my, my own fitness, but you know essentially just trip explore you know I, I love doing it went back at home you know I'd, I'd go to different places quite often just to you know run so I, I don't you know I'd spend my weekends just driving up the motorway and dumping my car and thinking right let's do 10k around this this reservoir so a similar thing here really you know I'm, I'm because it's a new area I'm, I am just endlessly discovering places where I can I can just run to and, and you know walk around and it's just being outside really you know that that was sort of the key to, to moving down here um was the endless possibilities of just being outside and, and you know you've got mountains like less than half an hour away you've got the sea on my doorstep and then you've got sort of the Gower Peninsula which is incredible like you know that's that's on my doorstep as well so yeah that that's that's a really big uh positive of moving down now joining the club um try hard harry is that they are without a doubt you know I've never I've never been with a club before I was always skeptical about it when back in Manchester you know starting the my running journey in lockdown I ran pretty much you know majority of of the days on my own so you know coming out of that challenge I was I was sort of nervous if anything you know I, I, I was nervous about my own fitness levels I was nervous about how um I'd you know, be running with other people. Like I, I've never ran with anyone, so I was a very, very nervous guy, Rob. To be honest, I, I get nervous about the, the silliest of things. But you know, the biggest thing about me is you know coming out of that challenge. I've learned to push myself out of my own comfort zone because I felt that you know when I do that, I, I do learn more about myself. And you know, joining the club down here—that's exactly what's happened. You know, I've, I've joined the club and. The, the, it's just brought a new lease of life into my, my own running. Um, I, I am, you know, pushing it more than I, I ever have. Not not in terms of, you know, ability or whatever, but it's just the fact that I'm, you know, again, I'm a very introverted person. So even just turning up to the, the running club is is something for me, um, and you know, it just makes me feel good. So yeah, I, I, I love it, and the the team are amazing. It's just good to do things 
with others um, is is what I'm trying to say without going too far into it. No, 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 I'm I'm with you, and, and a good club you picked as well. We've got a lot of love for <laughs> areas. Um, so time's absolutely flown by, mate. We've gone on a whistle stop tour of your running journey, and it's been great to talk to you. What what what's next, though, man? What's what's what have you got in plan? Have you got any races booked? Have you got any big goals that you want to achieve? What what does the future have in store for you? Um. Really, I want to. I want to look into. You know, I had a. I had a challenge booked for um, the start of this year. Now, with the move and everything, it sort of get, got postponed a little bit. But really, I want to. Um, yeah, I just want to make running as inclusive to anybody as as I. You know, as I can. If that. You know, if that means. Um, you know, the challenge was predominantly. I. I wanted to go do like a crazy challenge, raise a bit of money for to be able to fund. Um, you know, fun people to be able to go to, to running clubs and, and, you know, predominantly, you know, the youngsters. Um, so, you know, going to schools and, and just pushing the, the importance of getting out there and, and having a bit of physical activity. So that, that was the biggest thing for me. Um, something that I never did. So I, I know the benefits now, but, you know, back, back then I didn't. So like, again, it's, I just wanted to look at what, what I didn't have and sort of be able to, to give, people just a little bit of you know umph and a bit you know a bit of motivation to to do something not necessarily running again but something that they'd you know ne- not thought about but just dreaming big and and having having that that sort of confidence to do it so yeah that that's on next on the cards I, I've got I'm hoping sort of early early next year I'm going to do this challenge um again raising a little bit of money and yeah push it a little bit further um I've got my next race, I'm training for Snowdon Marathon uh, wow. in, in October, which I am bricking myself. I can, I, I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Literally bricking it. Like I signed up about two years ago. Um, this is before I moved to Wales, so like it was just it was just another race really. And I, I got on the ballot and I was like, oh yeah, buzzing. I'm I'm on this Snowdon Marathon. And then I looked at the uh, the elevation on the thing. And I, <laughs> I was, I was like. Say. I am. I am not gonna. <laughs> not looking forward to this now. Yeah, so that's that's coming up in October. Uh, so I'm in marathon training at the moment. Uh, a lot of hills, a lot of yeah, a lot of you know feeling sorry for myself at the top of the hills. But yeah. then again, it's it's just another journey, and I'm not going. I'm not going for pace. I'm just gonna turn up and you know crack on. Um, it's a beautiful place. I'm gonna make a weekend of it and. Yeah, again, a lot of people from the club are doing it as well, so it'd be a good opportunity to to mingle and get out there. So that is next on the cards. Brilliant. So that sounds like loads and loads of good stuff in plan for you. Um, before we finish, dude, before we wrap up, is there anything we've not talked about? Is there anyone you wanted to shout out, mention? You've already sold run through to everybody, so don't worry <laughs> about that. I'm sure. I'm sure. Sure, Matt Wood will be buzzing. Um, uh, any anything else we need to cover before I let you get back to your evening, my friend? No, I just, I, you know, I'm such a pleasure to be to be on with you, to be honest. Uh, so yeah, thank you for for the invite. Um, biggest thing, to be honest, is is just, you know, I talk about a lot, a lot about comfort zone and and you know doing just jumping out of it a little bit. But I, you know, I'm a huge advocate of that. You know, it, it's not even about fitness, but in any aspect of of your life, I re- I truly believe, you know, if you if you just jump out of that comfort zone for just a, a little you know even even a day or whatever just do it you know confidence builds when you when you do things you you, you're least comfortable with so you know you're not going to be 
you're not going to be a marathon runner, you know, you're not, you're not going to be an athlete in a day if that's what you want to do. But, you know, jump out of that comfort zone and, and you'd be able to, you know, build on it. But again, it's it's just taking taking things and, and setting small goals, I, I really believe is, you know, is key to, to anything really. So, yeah, if you've got, if you've got any dreams or, or, or anything, it's just just do it. Like, it's, yeah, that that's the biggest thing I wanted to say, really. Yeah, no, I think it's a good one. What was it? I'll, we'll finish it with, uh, is it the Wayne Gretzky quote? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. So you yes. Be brave. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Right, listen, mate, thank you so, so much for your time. Really, really appreciate it. I'm hoping we're going to catch up across paths somewhere soon um, uh, for a chat and a run, maybe. Um, and best of luck with, uh, with the marathon. Uh, just remember, the view will be good at the top. <laughs> thank you very much, Rob. It's been a pleasure, man. And that, my fine four-foot friend, was Mr. Danny Kristoff. Another try-hard harrier. What do you reckon? Yeah, great chat. And awesome talking about his, his 5K day uh, year challenge. Uh, running around his, even running around his garden when he had to, uh, when he got COVID and stuff. Yeah, awesome chat. And loads of money raised for his charity as well. Do you reckon you could do a run streak like that? Um, no. <laughs> no? No. No, I've done a... I've done a uh, a 10k run streak in January once, um, one couple of years ago. Uh, I did 10k. Are you, are, are you trying to compare 31 days of running to 365? That's that's the, no, I'm just saying that that's my best ever streak I've done. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were trying to imply that you were on the same level. No, no, what is it? Is it 31 days in January? 30? I, I said it's 31. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll tell you what I'll do, mate. Next time we're together, I'll show you a thing you can do with your knuckles to. Um... In fact, I'll tell you now. And if anyone doesn't know it, right? So make a fist with your right hand. Yep. And with your left index finger, touch your um for your index finger knuckle, right? Yeah. That's January. So yeah. the knuckles are 31 days. The dints in between are either 30 or 28, right? So go down the knuckle. January, February, March, April, May, June, July. I, I've got, I ain't got a clue what you're doing there. I've lost. So so touch touch your knuckle. Yeah. And then, you know, next to your knuckle, you've got like a dint to the next knuckle. Yeah. So that So the first knuckle is January. The first dint is February. Yeah. The, the second knuckle is March. The second dint is April. The third knuckle is... Oh, I don't know why I've done this with you. <laughs> Just show me next time you see me. I feel, I feel like of all the people that I could have tried to explain this to in an audio-only event, like kind of environment, you are not the one. Um, <laughs> I was running on the runs today. Now, look, going to knuckles, just pointing and not having a clue what's going on. I got Right, let's get Ben and Emma on. Ben, ben, ben and Emma, do you, know, do you know what the knuckle thing is? No, 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 never heard of it. No, I just tried it, and um, even I was a bit lost. Does so don't worry. Make, does that not make sense? So your big knuckle, the knuckles are thirty-one days. The bits in between your knuckles are thirty days. So you go January is the first knuckle, then February, then March, oh. then April, then May, then June, then July. And if you're landing on a knuckle, it's thirty-one. If you're landing on a dint, then it's twenty-eight or thirty. Uh, July, and then you go back to the knuckle again. <laughs> but I've had I've only got four knuckles and there's 12 months. Yeah, so you touch, so so the little knuckle is July and August, so you touch it again. 
So July, August, then you go back the way you came. September is a dint. October is a knuckle. November is a dint. Uh, December is a knuckle. I feel like you've just made this up. Yeah. I've not fucking made it up. It's a thing. It's Ah, a thing they teach in schools in Witness. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, it's a load of crap. It's 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 definitely a thing. Also, uh, I'd like to learn something regional. What is, in school, what did they teach you to remember the um, uh, north, south, east, west? All right. Yeah. What? Never, never eat shredded oh, wheat. Yeah. I thought you was going to say a different one then, Ben. Never what? ever support Wednesday. That's what I changed it to. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. No, I wasn't trying to get political with this, guys. I was just trying to see what, what, what it was. Emma, will you never eat shredded wheat? Yeah. Same. Matt? Same. What about naughty elephant squirt water? <laughs> See, that's just the, that's just the western side of the country just being wrong. No, I've heard I've heard of never eat shredded wheat, but we had naughty elephant squirt water as well. Anyway, or never 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 ever support wire. <laughs> this isn't a very anyway. educational show tonight. I feel like I've gone down a rabbit hole, and it's my fault. So should we move on? We shall move on. Yes. Uh, ben and Emma, how are we doing? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I feel like I've come to the wrong pod- podcast, but yeah, I'm good, thanks. It is to learn about the, your knuckles and the seasons. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Let's it's, just because we're so explicit last week. Are we going the opposite spectrum this week and doing? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're not. We're not going deep at all. Um, I am going to show you the knuckle thing when we next see each other, and you are going to go, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." I've just Ready? explained it. Explain it really badly. Mm. Okay. Cool. Right. Well, let's 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 get back on the running theme while I keep looking at my knuckles. Um, park run this week. Tell us all about it, guys. Where did you go? What did you do? What did you see? Who did you meet? Hit me with it. Hit me with your rhythm stick, baby. <laughs> we went to Bramall Park in Stockport, which is one of the original events. I think it's one of the Ooh. top ten park runs at top 10 first 10 park runs when they were just time trials rather than park runs um so it was event 655 which is the highest event number we've done so far um and it was um two-thirds trail west on tarmac correct uh an ice two-lapper um it just it said undulating but compared to the week before it was yeah. not. I was going to say, anything's going to feel flat after your horrible experience last week, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The hills were short enough and not that sharp. So, yeah, it was a nice course. It felt like it was constantly changing. So you never really got bored of it. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Oh, brilliant part run. Really good. Um, sit on a nice, on Bramall, uh, I want to say it was Bramall Hall. Um Really nice old Tudorian style house, would we say? Oh, there's your there's your word of the week, Matt. Tudorian. Yeah, yeah. And it was lovely. The car parks are at one end of the park and you have to walk down the main tarmac drag to the start, but you, by doing that you go past the big hall and it was it was lovely. We put a couple of pictures on our Instagram. Um, we didn't we didn't fully check the facilities, so we walked all the way down to the start and said, uh, is the toilets anywhere near? And they're like, Oh, they're all the way back by the car park. Yeah. So we, had to, so we had to jog all the way back to the car park. No wild wheeze this week. I uh, I, I opted for the lavatory. Um, and 
And yeah, it was it was busy as well actually, because obviously with circumstances on Friday of what happened, was it Friday, Thursday, Friday? Friday, Friday. What oh. happened? Um, a couple of local ones had cancelled for the weekend, so it was probably busier than normal. But yeah, it was really good. You start on tarmac, you do about 400 meters up a hill. I say a hill, it wasn't a hill. Um, slight climb. You turn right, you go around the back of the hall, through the gardens, and then you then you just bombing around on trail. And it it was really really nice, you know. It was proper flowing. It was one minute you you just getting settled on t- uh, trail, and then all of a sudden you're on tarmac again. You got a couple of tight twisty corners, but it was fine. We weren't bombing it around this week. Um, and the second lap is ever so slightly different from the first lap. They make it slightly different, which was great because it didn't feel like you were just doing two mm. two of the same laps. Um, they never, if you read the if you read the spiel about it, they they talk highly of Duck Poo Corner. Okay. Uh, but we but we were never told which was Duck Poo Corner, so we we kind of guessed which was Duck Poo Corner by the end of it. Um, but was it, yeah, was it on account of all the duck poo by any chance? What? I didn't see any. I didn't didn't see the duck poo, but there was a pond with ducks, so we just kind of assumed that that was the spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was that you come down a nice downhill, and then and then first lap you turn right, and it's quite a flowing right. Second lap you turn a very sharp left, but you're bombing it down a hill, and uh, we think that was duck poo corner. Um, but yeah, great. I mean, brilliant park run. Really, really nice. Do you know what? It's there's places like Fountains Abbey and Lands End that are beautiful for the sights, but for the actual run itself and the and the mixture of what you do in the run, for me, that ranks right up there. Wow. I loved it. I really liked it. There you so. go. Glowing, glowing endorsement. Who picked that one this week? Then? What? Who picked it this week? Did Emma pick wrong? Like Emma picked wrong last week. Did you pick right or yeah. did you pick? Ben picked this one. It wasn't me. I, I picked it on like Monday last week. So well, that, 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 that explains why you liked it so much. <laughs> well, there is that as well. But no, genuinely, it was it was a brilliant park run. The the volunteers were all really friendly. I jumped in and barcode scanned at the end, and it was probably the busiest bit of barcode scanning I've ever done because everyone just seemed to come at once at one point. Um, but it was That's great. What she yeah. said. We, um, Sorry. And yeah, the run director, she was lovely. Um, happy for me to move my purple sign to get a better picture. Some of these partners don't, don't know how to position their purple signs, but uh, I teach them how it's done anyway. So, um, but yeah, and then we then we wandered up to the cafe and uh, we enjoyed the cafe, didn't we? Yeah, it was it was all right. Uh... Apart from the apart from the the cow in front that took about 20 minutes to place a bloody order. Was it, it an actual cow? Centurion no, cow, was it? Was it a Roman cow? She was trying to... <laughs> it might have been a language barrier. <laughs> I didn't, it was probably a bit offensive, but she was just ordering for bloody ages. Well, what it was, she was trying to pay with her watch and she didn't know how to do it so she basically had to ring her partner to figure it out because she had no cash or card on her and her partner was getting really annoyed she got him on speakerphone <laughs> it was like oh my god you just decide to only pay on your watch when you don't know how to use it so there's just a queue growing behind us 
but 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 we had sausage sarnies, didn't we? Um, sausages look raw again. They did look raw. I mean, the bread was nice this week. It was proper bread bun, bread cake, bread balm, bread, whatever you want to call it, uh, for all the different areas that are listening. Um, but the sausages look raw, but they tasted hella nice. So we were, we were quite happy with that. Um, and sounds, yeah, sounds like I mean, successful, successful day all around. Glowing review for Bramall Park Run. I, I can highly recommend anyone in the Stockport or Manchester or our kind of area make the journey. It's 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 well up there as one of my favourite ones so far. Wonderful, uh, Matt, Matt. Are you going to be going to Bramall Park Run? Uh, probably not. <laughs> Why? Why, Matthew? But, but I don't know because that generally works Saturdays, don't I? So. Oh, Are you working this Saturday, Matt? I'm not working this Saturday, no. Ooh, ooh, so you're going to go park run? I might. I, I wasn't working last Saturday and I was going to do park run, but don't I do park run instead? You came yeah. to park run, didn't you? You came to park run, yes. Uh, you ran with Donna, didn't you? You had a good, you had a good run yourself as well. Uh, yeah, I did. I really enjoyed it. I uh, took the brakes off for the first time. Oh, we just went to Poolsbrook, an old favourite. And uh, and yeah, and uh, I ran and it was fun and it felt good and I got a time that I was happy with and that was awesome. And then Donna absolutely smashed it as well, didn't she, mate? Yeah, she loved it. Yeah, it's the first time she's been out for a while, yeah. And uh, getting her up on a Saturday morning, uh, that was my little win. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job she doesn't listen to this podcast, did it? Glad you worded it that way and not another way. <laughs> absolutely absolutely right uh good so awesome and uh and definitely one worth visiting uh ben emma you're gonna stick around aren't you for the rest of the episode absolutely yeah love it so matt yes with that being said we've not done one this series but we've decided to bring it back because of just how many awesome things people did this weekend it's an old favorite what's next back by popular demand back by popular all demand. right Oh, no. It's been ages since I've done this. You know what time it is. Keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? So the summary of this is that we try and do things differently. We try and change things up. But we've got three tricks and we're just going to keep reeling them out until we finish recording this podcast. So we're back with a roll call. Uh, but we're back with roll call for a very, very good reason. It's been an awesome weekend of running, and I think we should definitely be celebrating that. Whether people were racing, park running, um, running on their own, maybe resting, whatever it may have been, uh, there's loads of people to shout out. And Ben and Emma, you're going to get involved this week, aren't you? Yeah, we're going to get involved with this one. Right, let's Absolutely. do it. Uh, I tell you what, Emma, then ladies first. Why don't you hit us with with uh, with one of the uh, one of the things we want to shout out? So we have. Uh, Andy Bradley run Bradders Run, so mm-hmm. he went out of his comfort zone and ran in the. It said it says NW Road Relays. I'm assuming it's Northwest Road Relay. It is Northwest. And he ran naughty, a... naughty and water, naughty water. <laughs> he see, ran. See, a... how that, see how that came full circle. I took my time waiting for that joke to come into fruition. Continue. God. Oh, whatsoever. <laughs> He ran a 1945 5K. It's his fourth sub-20 5K this year. Whoop, whoop. Well done, Andy Bradley, you little superhero. Uh, Matt, you go next. Oh, I'll just... Uh, busy birdie. She's summed this up perfectly. Great North run, baby. 
I don't think there was, there was more there was more B's and Y's in that that she said. GNR baby. I'd be like baby, baby. Ben, how would you how would you say that numbers of B's and out Y's? Oh God, how many is it? Three B's and four Y's. Mm. Baby. Baby. No, I think you need to <laughs> elongate the Y. That's like one Bab- Y. I'd go with Baby. Maybe. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben, who's next? Okay, right. So this one has been sent in by Polly. Time to get fit underscore ish. She is shouting out her partner and our fellow podcasterian. Can I use that word? It's not a word, but I just made it up. I um, like it. I really like it. Let's go. There we go. Put it in the dictionary. She is shouting out JP for always being there for her. I, I'm guessing she's relating especially to the Great North Run, mm-hmm. which they both did really well in on Sunday. Uh, she's shouting him out for always being there for her, even when she swears at him. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, he, he, he does deserve to be swore at sometimes, but... Yeah, um, yeah. Couple, couple goals this weekend. They ran the Great North Run together, um, and and Paul did amazing. They raised an awful lot of money for Make a Wish as well. A very, very good cause. We can all agree. Um, I'm going to move next to former podcast guest, Spicy on the Run, Miss Rich Pilling herself. Uh, ran 30, another Great North runner. Uh, 13.1 miles after a broken knee and three months on the bench. Freaking proud of myself right now, and we're freaking proud of you too. Uh, hilly, hilly one. Uh, tough challenge to come back for your first 13.1, but amazing work, and it's good to see you back running, Rach. Emma, back to you. Next up, we've got Bamasaurus. Is it Hannah? She has said it doesn't sound like much, but I've done walks on both days over the weekend. She's not in love with running right now. So that is great that she's getting out there, getting out walking instead. Getting them steps in, getting a bit of fresh air, doing a bit of exercise. It's always good for the soul and the system. Yeah, agreed. We've talked loads about that this series, haven't we, Matt, in the opening segments? And I think it is, it, you know, it's your journey and, and well done to you for getting out. And you should be proud of yourself. And we're proud of you, too. Um, JP has put you need to see what I've made I don't think that's for this podcast that is inevitably a picture with Matt's head on it oh. that, that will be a picture of somebody small with Matt's head massive on top of it because that's kind of that's kind of his raison d'etre so um, looking forward to seeing it not sure if we're going to be able to share it but I guess I guess well done JP go on Matt your turn uh, Alana Parton, uh, my first ever half marathon, the Great North Run. Yeah, awesome, awesome run that, Hannah. Yeah. Oh, that's not Hannah. Alana. Alana. <laughs> you, can't, you can't read, can you? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, no, ben. <laughs> hey. um, this one has been sent in by former Team Northwest from the Parton Cup, who is now more likely going to be a Southwest mm. next season. Mr. Wayne 6978. Uh, he wants to shout out all the amazing people who conquered the Great North Run. Yeah, I think I think that's some right. We're lo- lots of GNRs in, uh, in 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 the um, responses this week, and rightfully so. What a great run it was. Um, familiar face next, Emma. It is uh, the other JP Jack Penfold running. He ran 23 miles at marathon pace and then 13 hilly miles the next day. Um, it's the first weekend he's felt mentally strong. 
Good. Ready for a London Marathon? He's Three weeks time, and we'll be there watching him. He's going to smash it. What a little legend he is. Um, Matty Taylor, who's next? Yeah, uh, we've got uh, Dirt Monkey, uh, Nick Finney. He says a big up to my best day, busy birdie for her, 220 at Guns N' Roses. GNR. That was clever of him, wasn't it? Very good. Yes, yeah, amazing. Yeah, he does have a way with words, doesn't he? Yep, huge well done uh, to Karen. Um, ben, do you want to go next? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to everybody who was at the Vale of York races this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, oh, he hasn't, has he had a shout out for a while? He got, uh, what do you call it, Startman took the mick out of him last week. <laughs> he did, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, a uh, big shout out to Jordan Motes and Nicola Birch, um, Beth, uh, myself and Beth, we, we ran it together. We had a great day. Um, shout out to Simon, Mr. Run, Fat Boy Run. Him and Joe were there as well. Um, we all ran the half, and I think everyone was pretty damn happy with their times come the end of it. Uh, and a shout out to the good lady who is sat next to me, who did very well in the 10K on the same day. Great job. Well done all round. Yeah, uh, and you said it was a really good, good, good fun race as well, didn't you, Ben? A bit of a hidden gem, maybe. Oh, it's it's brilliant. It's um it's all on country kind of roads. It's flat. It's fast. It's it was they changed. They seem to change the course almost every single year. But you basically follow the same big loops. But then they just mix it up a little bit. And uh, yeah, it was brilliant this year. It flowed really well. And I, I had a great time running around, pacing Beth round. And uh, you get to you get to run past the start finish area three times. So spectators don't even need to move that far because they can just wait for you to come back round again. So, yeah, it was great. Loved it. Anybody, anybody in the uh, in the north of the country that fancies a really flat, fast half marathon, get yourself to the Vale of York next year because, I mean, you get some really top-end club runners there running like low one, 105s, 106s. So it, it's that kind of speed. Yeah, a glowing endorsement. And of course, don't forget to use the code SEXYSTRIDER15 for 15% off your entry. Um, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll do the next one. So we have got, uh, so running birdie. So our good pal Amy, part of team weirdness. Well, she's put not a lot, but loved seeing everyone smashing the races. And uh, so did I, to be honest. Uh, absolutely brilliant seeing ev- what everybody achieved. And, uh, and and yeah, big part of it, it when you're part of the cheer squad as well, just um, uh, giving everyone those kudos and, and making sure that they know how special they are. So we think you're pretty special too, Amy. Uh, where are we going next? Emma? Next up, we have got Rob Corns at Rob Corns Runs. Weirdness. Shout- <laughs> Weirdness. He's shouting out himself. He got round the Great North Run and in a respectable time too. That is in his own words. I'm sure it was a very respectable time, Rob. Well done. And he, he looked bloody happy coming down that finish straight. Mm-hmm. Bless him. I wish I looked that happy at the end of a half marathon. <laughs> he did really, really well. Matt, who's next? I'm just, I'm just echoing what Ben's just said about Rob. Um, seen him, I saw him on the telly coming through and uh, getting getting through a, a half marathon and, and finishing whatever time you get is a respectable time. But I'm sure you're happy with what you got as well, Rob. Awesome running. Uh, next up, we've got Gary Ludwin. Um, last one, I think it is. Best 10K time for ages and still injured. Bring on, I can't quite see what that says. Bring on Chicago, it says. <laughs> I, I, ju- I just thought you didn't know how to pronounce Chicago. Say, 
<laughs> yeah, but everyone else just think because we we're all looking at the same screen, and I I, and I I can see the full post, and I was okay. the first thing that went to my head was not maybe there's a problem with the framing, maybe he he has to scroll down. My first thought was Matt could not handle the complexity of the word Chicago. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm on the Instagram page, and it doesn't quite show the whole thing on my phone, so that's the reason for that little fuck up. <laughs> Right, okay. So Gary Ludwig's excited for Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> He's also said, also well done to everyone this weekend for running it or supporting. You all smashed it. Amazing. And that is our roll call, Matt. Yep, there's one more. There's one, one more. more. Yeah, there's one more. This one is a massive shout out to me for getting a stopwatch bingo this weekend without cheating. Without Ooh, cheating. That is, that is actually pretty impressive, Ben. It is. I, I only had four more to get, and and I got one at the weekend. Uh, without, still there? Without even thinking about it. still there? I'm still here, yes. I'm still here. Could, could, could everyone... Matt, could you hear Ben, then? Yes. Uh, maybe. <laughs> and was it just me talking, going, is everyone still there, while Ben was trying to tell his story? Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's pretty... Um, that's pretty embarrassing. Anyway, um, uh, that's the roll call. Matt, sing us out. Uh, is there a sing, sing out song for the just, roll just, call? Just, just sing the Limp Biscuit thing again. All right, partner, you've been roll called. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> You're awful. Um, uh, right then, guys, that is it for this week. Matt, you got some thank yes. yous? We have got some thank yous. Uh, ben and Emma, Please uh, feel free to step in when you're uh, good and ready uh, to give me a hand. Don't carry on then. No, I'm just saying step in now. You can just give me a hand. All right. Shout out to Graham Lindley for the theme tune, uh, theme music. We've got big shout outs to JP who organises all the guests and uh, all the timing so Rob can do his interview. Shout out to Rob for bringing everything together and his and and the way he interviews people and organises all of us um, shout out to Emma for bringing the fun to the park run segments yeah, yeah. shout out to Statman John uh, for his awesome adverts um, shout out to Jack Penfold for the editing that he does uh, shout out to the newsletter team who have we got Nick Finney Clef Forsyth um, come on Ben McPaul Paul McWhirter and Jamie Denham um, shout out to our guest this week, Danny Christoph, for his awesome interview. Uh, shout out to me for being me. Um, and I think that's a shout out to Sammy and Joe who who are in the background, but they still help out. And I think that's everybody. Yeah, I think that was flawless, to be honest, mate. Round applause from me. I don't think you forgot anybody. Matt, did he forget no. anybody? No, nobody at all. Nobody. No. Not not a single not a single no. little person. No, no little people. No, no, no little people. Not rising up to it. It's beneath me. You 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 would have to rise up to it because you wouldn't be able to see otherwise, would you? You tiny <laughs> bastard. <laughs> thanks thanks to Matt for his thoroughly ever 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 mediocre contribution as well. Oh, yeah, I forgot Matt. Oh, sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. So, yeah, no problem. Sorry, Matt. So.
Okay, oh, that was pretty. That was that was pretty good though, Matt. To be fair, it was, uh, he flawless. Right, go on in. Put Matt on the spot now. Where can you find us, Matt? Oh, you can find us absolutely everywhere. So we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on TikTok, we're on YouTube, we're on Twitter. Uh, we've got our own website, whatthefartlike.com. No, what the fart like? Yes. Yeah, it Shit. was what the fart like. He's <laughs> <laughs> in your head. Ben's in your head. That, that's what it is now. You can email us at podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and that's about it, I think. You can follow me at Matty Owls, if you so wish. Do you not want to know who's... Are you not going to ask me who's the guest on next week's show, Matt, before you start trying to sign off? You just... I've not just done it. Think think about... think. Try Use your brain. You've asked, think, you've asked think. where you can find us, so that's where I'm going to be finding us. Yeah, fair play. I feel like you've jumped the gun a little bit. I feel like you've prematurely ejaculated all over me. Again? Just do your handle. Just do your handle. Instagram handle. Oh, I'm I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob. Yes. Emma? Ben Emma? At EmmaJJ85. And I'm at Sheffield underscore Strider. There you go. That's the squad. Who's on the show next week, Rob? Well, thanks for asking, Ben. I was expecting Matt to ask, but thank you so much for stepping in, seeing as how he's so unprofessional. Um, a big, big guest next week. Very excited for this one. We've been sat on it for a while, and uh, it's already been announced. She shared it on her own socials a few weeks ago. But um, I think a very important one for us. Fartlek family is a massive, massively important community to us. And uh, another um, big community-focused group is uh, Run Talk Run, of course. Well aware of, of Run Talk Run. They've got uh, groups all over the world. Um, particularly here in the UK, um, safe spaces for people to come together and run, uh, support their mental health, get out, all that good stuff. And uh, we're talking to the founder. We're talking to Jess Robson. Uh, we're going to be talking all about Run Talk Run, how she put it together, how it's grown, um, her journey as a runner as well. And we're also going to be talking about her latest project, which is the Community Starter Project, uh, which you can find on social media at the moment, which I found really, really interesting. It gives loads of hints and tips and ideas on how to start an online community, be it running or, or anything else. And uh, certainly something that I've thought about and lent on and and, uh, and 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 observed and and took some some ideas from in terms of the, the community work that we do. So really looking forward to it, and uh, I think it's going to be a great episode. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. I'm I'm looking forward to listening to that one. Yeah, Matt, do you have any feelings yeah. on the matter? Oh yeah, just agreed. The the, the work that Run Talk uh, Run do, uh, got various people around in, in different cities and and places around the UK. Yeah, it's, everything's good that they're, they're trying to, to do and uh, achieve. Thank, thanks, Matt. Um, right, so... What was that? I don't know. Even, even when you do stuff all right, I still think you're shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm friends with you. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know why you're friends with me either, to be honest. Right, that's it for this week. Uh, ben, Emma, thank you so much for your company, as always. Thank you for bringing up the quality of this segment. Tiny Dancer, I love you, and I'm sorry. I do appreciate you and your and your constant mediocrity. It, it makes me happy. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We've certainly enjoyed doing it. Um, do check us out on social media. Do give us a follow. Um, come and have a chat with us. Get involved in the Fartlek family. 
Uh, we'll, do, we'll be talking more about the community stuff next week. We're probably with the theme of the show with Jess on. I think that'll be a, a big talking point. But for now, nothing left for me to say except for me. Your runs, as always, continue to be wonderful. Don't forget to always be excellent to each other. Be kind or get in the sea. And we'll see you next week. Ben and Emma, anything to say to sign off? Ta-ta. Ooh, he stole your caca, Matt. What are you going to do about that? He's even better at that than me, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Let's do this. He's not doing it now, is he? No, he's not. Matt, you Just all right? Turn off the bloody episode. Do you want to do, do a caca? No. Do you want want to do something else? Do you want to do a new new sound? I'll I'll revert back to the old one. uh, The one in a previous episode. What was that? We have to do that all together, though. Okay. Roman cows on three. One, two, three. Moo. It's just me doing it, you dickheads. (laughs) What?